and we'll, this this recording is going to start anyhow. So let's just let <laughs> all of us be okay because I've already started with my thoughts. So how do you, this is not what I want to talk about. This is far from what I want to talk about. No, not join with my thoughts. Um, but you guys understand what I'm saying. So basically, I'm saying don't live your lives like Papa was saying on Wednesday. Don't be casual. Not just that. Don't be casual with spiritual things, right? But don't be casual with your life. You get. Don't be. Don't be cheap. Don't cheapen it. Don't be cheap with your life. You get. Be very intentional with your life. You say, okay, I want to. I want to learn a trade. Why do I want to learn a trade? Of what importance? Just be 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 that kind of person. You get. Don't be flimsy or or. You understand my point? So now I've mentioned two things. Two things that you guys are prone to. Two things that you should go and be thinking about from now on. First off, the whole issue of your emotions and it will betray you one day. The day is coming. Do you understand? If you are wise, you begin to have strategies for that day. You begin to guard yourself for that day. For example, when when people husbands that are wise, you know the fact that a man doesn't cheat on you is not because he loves you or anything. People human beings are weak, have you? Human beings have their own flaws, they have their own temptations and all of that. Do you understand? So a man that is wise, you know what he will do before the day of temptation. So the challenge is all of us wait. We just we don't do anything, we don't do anything, we don't do anything, and then the day of temptation will come we just now for Yakata. Do you understand? Either you because you think that there's no such thing as the day of temptation, or there's no such thing as the day of weakness. Do you understand? Meanwhile, the Bible says if you faint in the day of adversity, that means there's something called a day of adversity. You get there's a there's something called a day of, of temptation. There's something called a day of weakness. You are not always going to be strong. So, for example, as a as a Christian on fire, you should have a strategy for maintaining your fire and maintaining your for your fervency, because it will not always be like that. You will not always be inspired to pray. You get. So you must have a, which is why when you are in the, the period that you are inspired, eh, use it to build a routine. Just my point. Don't use the, most times what we do is we freestyle because in that in those periods you are you can pray at any time you can it can just come upon you at any time you can just you get at any time use those periods to build a routine what you are doing is you are setting up a structure so that when that ginger is not there you already have a structure that you are following which is why that fixing your prayer time in the morning or at night or morning and night is very important you get because of the day of weakness. So all of us must plan, not, not, oh God, not plan, not plan, not plan, strategize, strategize. So the Bible says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is little. So what does that mean? When it is not the day of adversity, what should, we, what should you be doing? Building strength. You should be gathering strength. You should not just be flexing and just vibing and just, you're just cool, everything's just fine, everything. You understand? You should be actively. So you see that if you really understand that scripture, it means that you are always you are intentional about everything you are doing. You are always you get you you are serious about your life because you know that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, for example, the times that you are praying and your prayers are being answered and money is just coming and things are really good. Do you know what you should be using those times to do? Eh? Gather let. Fill your heart eh, with the fact that God is good. Just, just, just be padding your heart that God is good, God is good, God is good. So that the days that everything is dry, 
That's what we keep you. Do you understand? Yeah. Almost times we just flex the good times and then the bad times come and just floss. Should you get? So the idea is strategize. Don't so there's a scripture that says, For we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. So you don't you get the devil is, is doing stuff. Don't be an ignorant Christian. Don't be an ignorant young Christian. That's 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 the idea. Don't be an ignorant you. A, a lot of us is we are under my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Just ignorant, just naive. You're just doing as if life is just there, they will give it to you on a on a platter. No. Understand? Don't be an ignorant Christian. Be aware. Be aware that there's something in front. I need to guard myself against that thing. I need to. I was, I was talking about a, a husband, a wise husband. Do you know what he would do? First of all, he'll make sure he's not keeping secrets from his wife, no matter what it is. He'll make sure he has friends that he's accountable to, or, or, or leaders, or pastors, or fathers that he's accountable to, so that when the day of weakness comes, he already has a structure. You see, these men that are very unwise, even Christian men, that maybe. Uh, it can be random things that oh, maybe they don't tell their wives where they are going or you know they just from work they can just brand somewhere and come home they will not say you know that kind of thing it's not an issue at that moment give it five years the devil exploits it because there's something called a day of temptation it will come and that day of temptation will not ride on those practices that you have been doing do you get or strength will come from the practices that you are doing do you understand my point yes, yeah ma'am. it's like that it's like that. It's like that. So what are you doing now? How are you preparing yourselves for school? For example, how? How are, you might not know so much about school, but what's your plan? So for example, me now, I went in with a plan, full, complete plan, and the plan was to read my book and pass. For me, the plan was not to go to church, so I didn't go for school fellowships. Do you understand? But I focused on my plan. So what I did, I used to go home. I would go home to church. I'll go home some weekends, you get some Sundays, but I will know I might not go to church, which, which also is not good. You get, but I had my plan was I must not fail because my mom is paying too much money, just borrowing money to pay my fees. You get, if I fail, it will break her heart. You understand? I, I can't be the one to do that to her. So that was my plan. My plan, and she asked me, Can you do it? If you can't do it, tell me I won't be upset. I sat there and thought about it. I said, Okay, I can do it. The moment I said, Okay, I can do it, that became my goal in life. That for my period in school I mo- and I, I I drove it you get I was pursuing a first class and I almost got it she understand so I'm saying that to say you can decide how your school your four years will be you can write it before you even enter you can write it and say this is how this is this is the kind of effect that is going this is the kind of undergraduate effect write it and set it in your heart and you you see that you you work in it you can say that. You can say that by this, which is why I said both with scriptures. I will come back and explain what I mean by both scriptures, the Holy Spirit, and counsel. Yeah. Under the Holy Spirit part, right? There are times that the Holy Spirit gives you inspiration. So just it, you don't know it's inspiration. Just you just you are inclined to some things. You think about some things more. Do you understand? So for example, for some of you here, you will lead revivals in your school. It will not come casually. It's not something you have been thinking about since. Revival does not happen with people that are just, oh, you just started revival. Hey. It's that been in your heart from now. It's that been in your heart from now. It's that been, it's that been something you have been thinking about from now. From two, two years ago, one year ago. You understand my point? Plan, plan for your life. That's what I'm saying. Plan for, plan for your life. Don't, don't be 
plan for plan for the the ba- the things that can happen. The things that the devil can. That's what I'm saying. Don't be don't be ignorant of the devices of the devil. The devil has is crafty. Do you understand? Because it's crafty, you have to be wise. The Bible says for us to be wise as as what serpents, but gentle as those. This is the, the God said, be wise as a serpent. You need it. You need it. You cannot only be gentle as a dove. You have to be. You have to have wisdom for your life. And wisdom will come. Scriptures, the Holy Spirit, and counsel. That's how it comes. Scriptures, the Holy Spirit, and counsel. If you, which one of the things I was going to ask you guys today is, I need to go and do something. I'll come back. Question I wanted to ask is what kind of what kind of lives are you guys living so i think it was this morning i was thinking about it and i was a bit concerned i'm not concerned i was just a bit it just was a thought that was in my mind that what kind of what kind of lives are we living yes People talk about it. I don't know in church on Wednesday. Yeah. In church on Wednesday. In church on Wednesday. Yeah. No. Okay, both of you know. Yeah. Of course, we know in church on Wednesday. So, on Wednesday, Papa was talking about majorly about being, he was talking about the, uh, being violent. Right? Yeah. And the violence is the intentional, be jigged, don't be casual. Don't, the casual will not get anything. The casual will not get anything. Right? So, that message for me. It's like, of course, you have to be go all out for God. Go read your Bible, pray. Be, you have to fight. You know, like the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence takes it by force. You get so you need to pray. You find a way, any way you can pray, pray. You need to fast, any way you can fast, fast. Do you understand? Just make sure that you are fighting. Make sure that you are there. Make sure that you are not just this. Do you understand? So what I on that's just that's here, right? What I was thinking about. Is more our, our our lifestyle. So are you intentional with your lifestyle? So imagine you have prayed in the morning. You know that's what people are talking about. You no know, pray, engage, do your devotion. You understand? Or that's what we mostly hear. You don't hear him fully. Do you get? So if you've done that in the morning, what kind of life are you living on to? Jonathan, that's that's that was that was the burden in my heart. Like that's what I mean by how are we living. I don't mean your two hours devotion in the morning because we tend to do that and then just go off and just do anyhow, Jonathan, and then come back maybe in the night and say, Oh God, thank you for today, and you sleep. What will begin to happen is you begin to live sort of like a dual life, Jonathan. You think that you are spiritual because you are praying and you are doing all of that, but your prayer and everything is not affecting the rest of your life, Jonathan. So, for example, this is not this 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 you, you are in crisis and if you don't know that you are in crisis you, you have a problem you are in crisis but you are praying you are speaking in tongues 
you understand my point? Yes, so it cannot go, it cannot go. It should be that if you tell a lie, it's that you cannot pray. You cook man, don't pray. Just don't pray. Do you understand? And I'll now come back and preach and say that oh, you can always come boldly to the throne of grace. Do you understand my point? But the fact that we are we are starting to do this thing where I'm praying, I'm speaking in tongues, but I'm doing other things comfortably without it shaking you, it's a problem. Jonathan, you are right now you're under attack. Just know that they are carrying gone like they're in front of you. Do you understand my point? Yes, ma'am. Left to me, it's better for me if you shut it down. Shut shut your prayer, shut everything down. Say, okay, let's face this thing. What's happening? Yes, that's that's living life. Jonathan, yes, that's living. So you can't the question question I want you to take home is how am I living my life? It's like me saying, I'll pray, 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 pray. After I finish my two-hour prayer in the morning, I'm, I'm going, I'm fighting my husband every time. I'm insulting him, I'm abusing him. Do you understand my point? And a lot of Christians do that. So the thing will not now, it will not now balance. You can, and you're supposed to be an example to people. For example, I know someone whose who's mom was very, very, very terrible to her. But every time she go to church, every time she pray, every time she fast, she do vigils, she will pray, 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 pray. She can pray all night consistently. But then during the day, she's asking really terrible to the girl. Do you get? It, it made the girl like really, really hate God and hate church and hate everything because it didn't make any sense. Do you understand? And so, so I, I sort of see. It. I, I'm just concerned that I was not building that culture where. Because we are saying, you know, you have to pray, you have to engage God and all of that. You are not allowing it seep into your life. So, the reason for prayer, which is another, maybe another place we have to go back to. What is the reason for prayer? It's intimacy with God. It's, it's relationship with God. It's, it's, do you understand? If you have, if that your prayer is real relationship with God, eh, and not just, when you take you you should feel you should it should break you you should know that you and your friend you are not in good on good things how do you feel when you and your friend or when you and your mom are not how do you feel Jonathan, do you feel like that when you tell the lie do you feel like that when you treat somebody bad do you feel like that when you speak someone to somebody Jonathan, do you do you feel like that immediately that's where the problem is so is God really your friend? Is is God your or who is God to you? Is it just one God that you're just pleasing with prayers? That okay, so long as you have given him this sacrifice of prayers, then obedience is not necessary. Meanwhile, scripture says that what was that scripture? Sacrifices are some some side, not some some. Anyways, to obey is better than sacrifice. Yes, that one. And to hacking than the fat of rounds. So it means, it means it means that God puts a lot of importance on listening to him and obeying him. A lot of importance. We might be putting a lot of importance on speaking in tongues. It's very important. Jonathan, I'm saying it must affect your, your daily life. It must affect the way you treat your sister. It must affect your temperament. Jonathan, it must be that the day you pray, everybody should say, ah, you are nicer today, you are calmer today, you are sweeter today, you are not getting angry. It should be like that. That should be the experience you have. Jonathan, yes. It shouldn't be that you pray, but after your prayer, you just do your own thing. It's not good. Jonathan, so all of us must begin to pay attention to how am I living my, how am I living my life every day? 
when they ask me to do something, how do I do it? What comes to my mind? When my friend does something to me, what, what are the thoughts that enter my mind? Do you understand? Those things that it should, gosh, the only should be flagging you every time. You flagging you that, hey, hey, this thought, why are you thinking like this? Hey, all through the day. Yes. That's life. That is real, that's real Christian life. That's right there is real Christian life. Real one. Do you understand? Real Christian life. That your prayer, your, your speaking tongues, your your engaging must affect your life. It can't be separate. If it's separate, you are dying. And you don't know. You are dying and you don't know. You don't know because it's one of the greatest deceptions that you did. Because you think that because you are still praying, you are good. Sure you understand? But you are no good. You are under attack. So you need to look at your life. The Holy Spirit must, you, you must have things that you are working on. Do you understand my point? Like, these are me that I have, I can, I can count it for you. Too. <laughs> yes, I can count. And these are things that daily, every day, I'm being cautioned on. This thing, you have, this thing you have said, this thing you have thought, this thing you have. Do you understand? Some days, so there was a day, for example, there was a day that I, I didn't pray. I remember when I, was, I was going to the mom, maybe like two days consecutive. I'm not saying no praying is. It's not a good thing. You get it's not a good thing at all. So, like, I, I don't pray that this. So, was after now, I was not thinking that, ah, like, I don't pray that no. Meanwhile, I, there was the, I had a concern about Orifa that day, that particular day. And I'd been talking to God about my concern. All three days, I just said, God, please help me with this thing. What should I do? You know, like, I'm, I was just waiting, like, what should I do? This thing, I'm really concerned. I don't know what to do. How do I respond? How do I? So, all through. The morning I'd been doing like for hours I'd been doing that just in my heart. I was not talking or anything, just in my heart. So in that time I said, ah, that's I'd not pray to do. This what have you been doing since? Just, what have you done? So what is prayer? The problem is what is prayer to you, to all of us? What is prayer? It's important. It's, don't get me wrong. You must have your quiet time. If you don't have your quiet time, you must have a specific time, child, that you set out for God. It's very important. It's very, it's very germane. However, in addition to that, that thing must filter into your daily life. Do you understand? It must. It must. It must. You must have an issue if, for example, if you are getting irritated. So, for example, some days ago, I was like saying, you are, you are, why you in horror? Like, why are you getting irritated? Why are you easily irritated this evening? Why are you easily irritated this evening? And we're going out. I got into the car and I just started talking to Jewish people. Okay, so like I know that I'm, I'm being tested, but I didn't know why. Yes, I was just saying like, just help me, please help me. And I know I shouldn't be. That's life. Do you understand? That's life. That's life. That's life. Is that I I shout on my son and you say you go over, you shouted too much. It's not good. You shouted in anger. Go and apologize. That's life. So if he doesn't have a say in your every moment then are you really what kind of life are you living do you understand so you shouldn't stop at your morning devotion it shouldn't it should not stop at your morning devotion if it stops there you will live a dual life and you'll be dying you will not believe so I've, I've said i've said what i said <laughs> do you understand but this, this is it. it was it was a serious burden in my heart this morning it's better for you to shut everything else down do you get that, ah, how can you be like? Do you think God likes? Do you think? Let me finish. At this, I was going to. I was supposed to preach it today. I'm not preaching. I'll preach it another time. At 
think is a Hebrews. I hope I, I didn't forget. When I was talking about the place, I was talking about grieving the Holy Spirit. Let me let me search for it on my phone. Do you know one of the ways, one of the things that they wrote that can grieve the Holy Spirit? Do you know this line? Yes. I was going to preach. I know. I'm saying it should be it should be a problem. The fact that slowly it has become your the frequency with which you do you understand? It should be it, it should have been flagged since. You know, it should have been flagged since. It should have been that your heart should be pitiless. Do you get? Then if you are not responding to which is which is obvious, you are not responding to you are responding to things I say just like just like cover It should be a problem. Ah, it's the only thing not talking to you again. Are you shutting his voice down? Because there are many times where you want to cover up that you feel like ah ah nah, I should not do that. It's not good that I should not do. But it just ah for self-preservation's sake. Do you understand? <laughs> yes, because it's, it's, it happens. But those are things that should, everything should ground, everything should just stop and say, okay, let's deal with this. How can we? It should be that your prayer time, you go to God, you are not speaking tongues, you go to God and say, see, see this issue, God, help me with this thing. I, this thing needs to stop. Give me strength, give me grace. I need to stop this thing. This thing is not good. You search the scriptures every time, search the scriptures, look for all the scriptures about lying because some, some of them are very harsh. Do you understand? Look for, look for everything. Six things that the Lord hates, seven things that are an abomination to him, a lying tongue. Yes, it's here. You don't say, hey, this thing is an abomination to God. Let the team buy Leru. That's devotion. It's not just go there and just and go and think you have done something. No. You get no. You are you are supposed to be changing as you are praying. You are supposed to be changed into the very image. As you are studying, you are supposed to be changed. She understand. And I'm not, this I'm not even saying don't do I'm saying it generally. You get your devotion should affect your life. If it's not affecting your life, I don't know what's happening. Your Bible study should affect you. Should read something and say, Ah, this thing. Go and pray that God help me. This thing. I've read stuff about anger and I've told me, Ah, ah, ah. Recently, too, the Holy Spirit pointed this is the same place of grieving the Holy Spirit. Mount is his idea. He said, Be angry and sin not. You don't understand? Sin not. My own sin not in that be angry with my mouth. I used to talk too much when I'm angry. And I used to miss talk. I used to talk over talk. I'll not say things. I'm not going to say. And Jonathan, you know, I feel very foolish afterwards. That's my own grieving to the spirit. It's not good. Be angry. It's not nobody says you should not be upset about things. You get it, but have self-control that you can say this thing is not good, don't do it again and go away. Me never. But God, God is helping me, Sha. I will talk I'm not anymore, anymore, anymore. I'm not anymore. I will now be seeing things that it's not supposed to pass my mind. Praise God. So, what am I saying? Are we? How are we living? Are you truly living? Are you truly living? Are you truly living? That's the question. Praise God. Okay.